I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickards. <laughs> he pulls back for the first time in like 80 episodes. He pulls back. And this is Dispatches from, from Fort Awesome, awesome a news <laughs> radio podcast. podcast. Um, thank you for joining us for another week in a row. We did <laughs> another week in a row. <laughs> yep. I, I hope you didn't skip last week because oh, you would have missed a lot. You did. You missed Jim. You missed Hanna. Monday and Tuesday. You, you and... missed Jim Hanna what? stealing a baby or getting a baby stolen from him. It was a good episode. That was a really good episode. What's up, Jen? Hi, Jen. From Jen's, Jen's here from the, the ether. ether. Wait a. <laughs> Hi. A man walks down the street and wilds off in the middle now. We're so off key that I don't think we'll have any trouble with no, copyrights. No, no, okay. we'll be absolutely fine. This episode's uh, chalk. It is season four, episode eleven, aired January thirteenth, nineteen ninety-eight. Was it a Friday? It was a Friday. I don't know. <laughs> Why do you assume it was a Friday? I'm guessing it was a Tuesday or a Thursday. Tuesday or a Thursday, probably. Or Wednesday. When were they moving them? In the, in I don't the know. Season? It's yeah. Very important it to understand, though. That this, my, okay, so I have a fan theory before we even get started. Okay? Now, Bob Odenkirk <laughs> has been on the show before. Sell we're, me on this one. I'm not, not too sure about it. I've already decided that Max Lewis is probably those other two guys that, that he, that, that John uh-huh. that's not the case here. These guys are twins mm-hmm. and they look a lot alike. The big point here is that Bob Odenkirk is an attorney. This is a better Call Saul prequel. This is a prequel to that. So he is I that mean, character yeah. and then Absolutely. he becomes whatever his name is on Better Call Saul and then he becomes Saul. So it's a it's a pre-prequel. Ooh, so, I mean, he goes crazy. None of his friends support him. So of course he goes nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one so gung-ho about this yep. more than mm-hmm. anyone. Mm-hmm. This turned yep. hard and then he, that name became a real dark horse. Mm-hmm. And what I'll do is when I get Michael McKean on the Comedy on Vinyl podcast, I will get him to comment and... Uh, we'll get his approval. I don't know why Michael McKean has to approve it. Paul Sims really needs to approve it. What am yeah. I doing while? Well? Why am I sitting know. like He's, this? Uh, Jason's doing some awkward sitting. Yeah. Hi guys. I've had a hey. lot of caffeine. Hey. Bob Odenkirk's a great guy, by the way. If you ever get a chance to work with him, just like <sighs> Yeah. How do you know that, Alan? I may do you want to tell him? I may have worked with him. I don't know if I could. I, you know, I worked with him. That's all you can. That's all you can say. Uh, oh, played, fancy, he fancy. Played, he played my boss. Fancy. When are we gonna, When are we going to see this something? Huh. Describe it to us. Yeah, apparently, there was a hmm. screening of it for an audience screening in ArcLight. I, I I couldn't go because I was it. part of the movie. But <laughs> I would have gone to see this shit. All right. Well, Culver. now I'm going to have to. I got to Culver City though at like six thirty. Oh, Culver City. Yeah. I'm never going to Culver Nobody's City. I could live in Culver City and I wouldn't go there. Same. People what? have. It's true. Yeah. So Bill says happy birthday, Dave. Yes, he does. And Dave says thanks, Bill. Let's just do this line by line. How did you know? <laughs> just read the whole show. Yeah, I have all the lines right here. For Beth everyone. came around yeah. and asked everyone to chip in on your surprise Great. birthday cake. <laughs> but I got something. Uh, who got you something on my own? Is that I love this one so much. I love. <laughs> he gave him a book that doesn't have a cover, so it doesn't give it away. 
<laughs> so Bill may have lost Cra- the dust jacket too. <laughs> Crazy from the heat by David Lee Roth. He's uh, he's from Van Halen, right? I don't know what. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. We both wanted to do it. I don't know what town he's from, but apparently he was some kind of musician before he started writing. Great read. <laughs> so dumb. Bill has no taste. Bill has no culture. It's the saddest. Is this kind of remi- I, it could very well be a very good book, but is this mm-hmm. remi- like my brother asked for a book for Christmas? It was Brutus Beefcake Strutting and Cutting Autobiography. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> how many of Strutting those? Strutting and Cutting. Oh my God, there got to be so many of those out there. I mean, they can't all be Jake the Snake Roberts who's doing stand up now, sort of. He is? He goes around wow. to stand up clubs and tells stories about his career. Okay. It's not stand-up, stand-up. It's more like one-man show type yeah. shit. But it's Jake the Snake and Roberts. Comedy, like, I can see at that comedy like, clubs. He did it I at mean, Flappers. Theaters, his character has comedic elements at I, That I was wondering, because all I could picture, and I'm not a wrestling guy, but all I could picture was a dude with a snake in a comedy club. I just remember every time after he won in a match, he, he got a snake out and he put the snake on top of the person. Everybody was like, oh, Is that no. What he did every time? Oh, no. <laughs> That's amazing. What kind of a snake was it? It was a python. Just a python. Okay. Oh, just a python. Well, I mean, that's a big, that's a big it's snake. Scare the crap out of me. Anyway, yeah, sure. Um, so Jake the Snake Roberts is on the show. Is that what we're talking about? No, no, no. no, no okay. No, no. Not Brutus of Barber Beefcake. Not. I want. <laughs> I don't know any other wrestlers right now. I want to point out uh, Bill is oh, some other time. No, I will never know any other wrestlers. Okay. Sorry. Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Right. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Junkyard Dog. Sure. JYD for short. Macho Man, Randy Savage. Sure. Big Boss Man. Mm hmm. Million Dollar Man. Oh, so I was just going to ask who's the rich one. <laughs> Million Dollar Man. Uh, Rick Flair. Rick, Rick Flair. With Woo! Well, it's more of a woo, woo. I can't do it. Woo! No, I can't do it. Okay, <clears> that's fine. It. That was bad. It's okay. My voice is shot. Randy Bagpipes. What's his name? Randy Bagpipes. <laughs> Tom Schneider. Wait. <laughs> Wait, no, oh, he was a the wrestler. Late Late he Show? Was a, yeah, yeah, he was a wrestler. Late Late Show was yeah, Tom yeah. Snyder? He was a classic. Yes. He was a classic. Okay. Brutus Bar Beefcake, which I already mentioned. Yeah, already mentioned that one. Yeah. Razor Ramon. Sure. Um, Diesel. Oh, the Demolition China. Team, which Axe, Smash, and later Crush. Um, I should have my brother call in. He would, <laughs> you really should. He would Not because then he'd start talking about wings. We can't have that on the <laughs> show. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, sorry. Where are we? Bill is about re- yes. Bill is really trying to open up to Dave a about bit. his favorite book. Like, yeah, you, you can actually tell like he's mm-hmm. like really wants Dave to share this mm-hmm. experience. I actually felt like I was like, oh, this is actually kind of touching. Mm-hmm. And then the acapella band, <laughs> chock full of notes, uh-huh. comes in Dave's with the the they each share a first name with themselves because <laughs> why not? So David crosses David. And uh, God, he he always uh, plays the stupidest guy. Like dude, David Cross, I mean, I mostly associate it with Just Shoot Me because he played the stupid, the brother who was pretending to be mentally disabled for several episodes, and then turns out was faking it. Um, Slightly different on Arrested Development, though. Slightly. Also true, but still kind of mentally <laughs> still still, not yeah, there. Yeah. No, agreed. Uh, it's, it's that's that's his meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes, bread and butter. That's what I meant. Still meat and potatoes. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, he doesn't know why these same three guys are showing up. Um, 
He's from Milwaukee. One of the way. Which one's from Milwaukee? Yeah, it's David. He's from. He says Milwaukee. Well, Cedar Heights, to be exact. If you want to be exact about it. Ooh. Hey, let's not get into that again. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking. I. Oh god, this stuff makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to, but I love how uncomfortable it makes me. What's going on here? You guys getting the bang back together for one more shot? <laughs> and yes, yes at least so. So he thinks. <laughs> I didn't write this very well. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I don't remember where we are either. But uh, yeah, we're called Chock Full of Notes. Chock Full of Notes. Oh, no. We're called Chock, Chock Full of Notes. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to do that with me. Hmm? What? Oh, oh, no, do, do, oh, do, do, do again. Do again. That was off. <laughs> Chock, Chock Full, full of notes. notes. There we go. Brilliant. There you Going go. Low. That's good. Thank you. You're welcome. You resolved it. I help. I, I appreciate that. I help that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What time is it? Time for a break yet? Not yet. Nope. My brain is fucking. Nope. Somebody else take charge. I'm not taking charge no. anyway. Anyway, uh, they are. Uh, Dave finds out they are going to try to relive this uh, mm-hmm. crazy dream because they all agree. Wait, what age really? When they're 32, if they're not married, right? Yes. Then, right. Uh, uh, they would go back out. They would drop everything they're doing. Doesn't yeah. matter where they're at, what they're doing, what their job is. They would quit everything. And Chalk would get together one more time, and it would be a serious Try endeavor for them. Yes. You know? <laughs> you know, it's pretty competitive, but uh, I it's, mean, it's, it's our dream. Hey, it's one part dream, one part sound business decision. <laughs> Fucking Bob Odenkirk. Just, I love how serious his character oh is. Oh, my God. This. He's fantastic. He's it's, really fantastic. He's, his characters are usually incredibly serious about what they're doing. Uh-huh. Oh, and Brian Posehn's the other one like, I feel like I should point out. That's the Brian. Brian is Brian yeah. Posehn. Oh, three. my God. He's a delight, too. I also got confused because, you know, David Cross is David, and then there's David and Dave. Uh-huh. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> Screw the talking. Let's sing. No, let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> also, like, they're doing this. Uh, they, they mention it in the um, the commentary, but David Cross is a great singer, and Bob Odenkirk cannot carry a tune for his life. And, I love uh, it, but you could kind of tell just from his speaking voice. I uh-huh, feel like. uh-huh, yeah, 100%. They're just doing the, oh, boo, 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 oh, one, two, three, and they just keep getting cut off before any of them can ever sing. It's like, if you do a show like this, a typical sitcom would be like, all right, we'll have at least one song. Like, they'll at least perform once, and everybody gets excited for it. No, nope, not in the radio. You have to have something for the, for the previews. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. But they're not going to do that on this show. Uh, I, also, they split no, they up. I want everybody to fail quite a lot and often. Their final performance was at Badger Jam '88. Wow! Because Midwest, because <laughs> that's, that's how that goes. Badger Jam. They made the pact. Ooh, a pact. Let me guess. No girls allowed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, and uh, David has kept it in writing. He kept the pact in writing, and it's in his sock and on a Denny's dinner mat. A Denny's. Food, so gross with color with yeah sure i'm sure it's all in crayon right oh, good <laughs> i have to assume the well after that, i didn't uh, uh after the opening when bill sh- shows mr james they're like here they are jim the three tenors and david cross like he's a baritone i know and they're all like oh, laughing like God. What an idiot <laughs> he doesn't get it i love it so much um Matthew is um, just not doing his job. No, he's supposed to get these articles on the sanitation strike. Mm-hmm. Computer solitaire. Mm-hmm. I love how they call it computer solitaire. Well, to be fair, he's not playing solitaire on his desk with no. cards. So <laughs> I, I don't do. know if I ever called it computer solitaire when I was 
addicted to playing computer solitaire as a child. I remember saying, <laughs> I'll play solitaire on the... I'm going to play solitaire on computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, I did... <laughs> I just love when Lisa just snaps at Matthew because it just... And then that's that's when he starts working. Like, And everyone's like, yes, that's so harsh, but it's like, that's... That's the only way to get him to work. Mm-hmm. You have to yell at him. Of course. Of course. And when it happens, of course, he's just this giant fucking spaz attack. Um, I just, he's such a. Uh, he's, I'm uh, sure he cries the whole time. Of he course. Does his work. He's like, oh, you know, that And she's just trying to be nice at first. Oh, wait, wait, wait. King of Spades, King of Spades. He's just so Got freaking it. rude. Okay, now what? You guys worked very hard to do. What? I'm sorry. Then <laughs> <laughs> she just fucking snaps at him. He's like, eh, eh. And, um,. It gets uh, the show gets a little dirty again, a little dirty. She's she well she goes up to Joe who's just freaking out. So you, uh, so you yeah. want a little? So you want a piece of me? Is that it? No, not at all. I always knew she'd ask me that someday. I just didn't think it was going to be in that tone. Uh, Joe, 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 think no. too much of yourself, Joe. No, not Lisa in her adorable turtleneck. Sorry, that for some reason the turtleneck stood out. The turtleneck and the suit combo. She just looks like she's like she's like a power power lady. Yeah, she's a freaking boss she is a boss finally finally oh. doing her bossly duties which is to push him around a little bit well i'm just saying why she... did they go with an outside hire mm-hmm. over somebody incredibly qualified for the job and already invested in their station ask jimmy you ask paul sims paul Crazy. if you're listening lou if you're listening i i only say lou because i know lou's well, it's listening better for, it's better for the comedy what Wait, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, there you go. I you thought this to... was a document. Wait, what? You don't want somebody going in and being good at their job. That would. Be I thought not... this was a documentary. Yeah, no, about... this station isn't supposed to function properly. I thought this yeah. was a real life. <laughs> I it will... is. It is. It is, sweetheart. It is. Um, I will. It is. What do I... Uh, I breathe. breathe. <sighs> Actually, don't, don't breathe. It's making it. you panic more. Stop. Stop breathing. Stop choking. Stop <laughs> asphyxiating yourself. Stop it. Stop it all. Stop both. <laughs> Stop both. Guys, <laughs> uh, I do would like to point out Lisa uh, uh, does a better job at getting Matthew to do work than Dave. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's legit scared of her. Yeah, I don't think anybody's scared of Dave. No, no. there's there's nothing. He's established he that a, there's no reason to be. He probably had to bribe Matthew with candy to get him to do anything. I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. Jeez. Make him think the candy elves had brought <laughs> more along. candy in his drawer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's really fun? Taking a break. Hey, it's Jason. I just wanted to take a quick moment to let you guys know about my documentary feature film, Lords of Soaptown. Uh, it came out on DVD a while ago, and you can actually still get it on Amazon, and there are a bunch at libraries and stuff. Uh, but now it's finally available in HD on Blu-ray. And uh, it's about these four kids in the Chicago suburbs who invented this sport called freestyle walking, which is crazier than it sounds um they claim to have invented a multi-million dollar shoe line called soaps and their backstory has more twists in it than i ever realized when i saw these kids on mtv in the mid 90s you may have seen them also on a show called unfiltered um this movie tells their story and catches up with them after the soaps debacle took its toll uh it's a true story i'd wanted to tell for a long time and luckily it's also pretty funny you can find it at bit.ly forward slash soaptown blu-ray that's s-o-a-p-t-o-w-n-b-l-u-r-a-y and for the next uh, couple weeks, actually, next three weeks, uh, you delightful WNYXicans can get 15% off if you use the coupon WNYX at checkout. So use that code, type it in. Please check out the movie. 
We don't really fundraise or have advertisers, so not only will buying a copy of Lords of Soaptown on Blu-ray help support an independent artist, but it helps keep the lights on at Fort Awesome Studios in beautiful downtown Burbank, California. Um, when you buy uh, through that link, again, that's bit.ly forward slash Soaptown Blu-ray. Use the coupon code WNYX at checkout. When you buy through that link, um, all that money comes right to me, and I get to use that money to make more stuff. And, you know, it's uh, it's fun to help support artists, I find. So, uh, yeah, thank you. That's my bit. Now back to the show. Yeah, and we're back. We're back. Where are we, Alan? Uh, well, uh, Brian, sh- they're about to sing, and then Brian <laughs> shows up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he hasn't shown up. That's why we didn't mention him yet earlier. <laughs> God damn it. My brain. Oh, poor, poor Brian. Oh my God, Joe was Joe (laughs) hates Brian every time. I just love it. I'm sorry, sir. This is a close rehearsal. Just puts his hand on his shoulder, and I think that's enough to to make Joe wanted to kick his ass because he's so he feels so impotent. Ah, so funny. Uh, Matthew's crying again. Lisa feels bad about it, which I don't know why she should, but Mm -hmm. she does. Yeah, well, because he's crying. Oh, I do love. (laughs) I love Beth like interrogating her like. To Lisa, like troubles at home. No, the trouble is sitting right out there. <laughs> uh, oh, and then Beth says, "I make men cry all the time." Yeah, but this isn't closing time at TGI Fridays. <laughs> this is so shitty, but really funny. Oh, uh, I love, I love Joe though. He's like, Matthew's crying. I think it's the acapella guys that did it. <laughs> he keeps trying to find some reason to beat the shit out of one of them, <laughs> specifically Brian. Yes, specifically Brian. Oh, it's so funny. David, it's a great line with the. Uh, Look, if wanting to storm the pop charts with music that most Americans find extremely gay or distasteful in some way makes me a loser, then fine. Guilty as charged. <laughs> Love that. It's pretty we, funny. And then we find out Bob quit his law firm yeah. for this group, mm-hmm. and he was about to make partner. <laughs> I quit for Chuck. You did not. Yes, I did. I quit for Chuck. I, I quit for Chuck also. Yeah, okay, but I, I was a highly paid civil litigation lawyer and you worked at a comic book store. I love this next line, though. Hey, my work made your work possible. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, now you're being sagacious, which is... I love they don't it. even rule a threes that. That's in here four or five times. <laughs> sagacious. I love that. Uh, uh, also, Brian left his, his, his wedding... <laughs> he canceled his wedding for this, and I just love him saying, "Well, I did it because you said he has a contract. It'd be thirty-two, and I'm married. So, what was I supposed to do?" She was a good woman too. Like, <laughs> loved acapella music. Yeah, loved so the acapella. one woman he's ever gonna marry. She probably would have went on tour yes, with him. One hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> she probably, maybe. I mean, it's crazy that he did any of that, but like. He might have been like, hey, could we just be engaged a little while longer? Yeah, right. He, there are many, many options, not just leaving the woman at the altar, probably. If she likes acapella that much, mm-hmm. and him, unreasonable of him, but maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, just broke up with her. I love so much that they have that uh, Bob has brought some outfits for them all to wear, which are (laughs) voters and striped red and white jackets. Yeah. And uh, oh wait, whoa, Dave, you didn't you didn't tell me they were a barbershop quartet? I love barbershop. Terrific! I knew I'd seen these jackets somewhere before. 
Like, he didn't know that he bought barbershop quartet. He just thought they were dope-ass jackets and hats to wear. Uh, these are sharp. <laughs> That's exactly what he would have said. Oh, my God. Oh, and then so Joe, Joe asking you guys do any doo-wop hits? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bowser. And then Brian, ha Bowser. Joe was ready to pounce Brian, even though he didn't actually say the joke. He just know. laughed at it. <laughs> Oh, my God. God damn it, it's so funny. <laughs> Dave, there comes a time in every friendship when you have to say, I never liked you, get lost. Now that time has come. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, old-fashioned Bill. I like well, when Bill, an old Bill line makes its way in. Mm-hmm. Well, he did have, Bill did have a pact that his friends would be best friends forever, but then <laughs> he they hit puberty and, uh, and they uh, pulled down his pants in front of a bunch of girls and beat him up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's pulling Bill's clothes off as mm-hmm. a child. Yeah, Bill's gone through some problems. In He's, public. There's some abuse there. Uh-huh. Yeah, a so bit. much. By family and then by people around him. And friends or th- people he thought were friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. I love Dave. That, 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 that's not similar at all, isn't it, Dave? <laughs> no, it isn't. You know, you know there's an... I'll talk about this during the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, but Bill decides he's going to go there and fix it for him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sir, what is it about the three of us and our music that you don't like? And then he starts, and all we do is cut to Brian crying and running out of the. <laughs> and then David chases after him. Bri, Bri! <laughs> Bob looks like he's going to kill Bill. Uh huh. Like... Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love Bill's shocked face when he sees the retaliation. He's just like, oh, oh, what, what's going to happen? <laughs> he, feel, he almost feels bad, or he's just confused that this all happened. Yep. Um, Matthew has uh, decided to um, calm himself by writing a song. Mm-hmm. And he wants to know what <laughs> a word that rhymes with unicorn, because that's the kind of song he's writing. He's done his job. He's finished his work. He's he mostly writes folk music. Yes, he does. We find that out later when he writes Frodo the Paranoid Gnome. No, he said that he writes mostly. Oh. And Lisa's so mad because he's supposed to be working. Oh, and yeah, he's he talking about how he mostly writes protest folk. songs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, he still did not move the tapes into Lisa's office. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're right here if you want them. <laughs> <laughs> and Beth just tears into him. It's so good. Matthew? Get your butt up and take these tapes back to Lisa's office like you should have done and do it now. She's just, I love, I love how intense she gets. It's so good. Yeah. And then we find out the reason for that is, well, my mother made me talk to my stepfather last night. So she's <laughs> still got it in her. She has to. Oh, and... She's the one with problems at home. Mm-hmm. That's been asking if everybody else has problems at home. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I wouldn't normally say this to any human being, but I feel like. Uh, Matthew's okay to use as a punching bag uh-huh. as far as these situations <laughs> go. Doesn't she literally say that? Something to that effect. Like Beth does, right? Probably. Yeah, oh, something, probably. Something like that. I didn't that. write it down, but probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and then, okay. But he's bringing them back to Lisa's office, and they're all having a conversation. He puts the tapes down, walks behind the recording booth to do something else, and then comes back out the other side, and they have to yell at him again. <laughs> And he can't find the tapes that he left on a table that they have to point out to him. It's so good. It's he's got he has severe ADHD on yeah. top of being a moron. Like yeah. so, yeah. It's really those two compiled are very bad. I love Mr. James though. Like seeing Lisa freak out. He's like, 
Leave, leave your problems at home. Matthew is the problem, sir. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you and Matthew have a little relationship problem. <laughs> they don't little, even, have a little thing out of, outside of work, do you? They don't even bother explaining it away. They just cut. They yeah. like after that they don't even bother going into that confusion. Because no, you know she'll eventually convince them, but it's like well, we, don't, we don't. need I'm that. hoping it cut because she just laid into Mr. James. I doubt but, that very you know. seriously, no, no, but you never no. know. She does know the secret of management now, though. So maybe, yeah. maybe yeah, they got they talk. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely true. Right, they had the bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, so David, we go into a little bit more detail of David's life. Um, he lives in his parents' garage with the car. <laughs> with the car. Mm-hmm. Work for a comic shop, mm-hmm. and even he thinks four grown men singing a style <laughs> that old people hate is not a good idea. So, <laughs> old people hate. He lives. His house has exhaust in it. Yeah. Yep. Well, and his parents have brought another car, yeah. so unless they park at an angle, he can't really sleep in there. I I, I think he can fit between. The, he can sleep in the car, maybe. Yeah. If they let him. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't Why think they he... will. I they think probably they will either. GTFO. I love that they're all just doing it. To make the other guys happy. It's the saddest They're thing. angry about it, they're too. But they're also like, well, no, of course I'm going to. Except no, Bob, Bob, Bob does actually seem does committed. seem to, yeah, oh, no, the, the, one, the most successful one. Uh-huh. He's been See, practicing, and that's why. Four hours. You guys couldn't find four hours a day to practice? <laughs> well, I love, by the way, I, uh, before with Brian, just, just right next to Dave. Like, Dave's like, Brian, you scared me. Don't be scared of me, Dave. I'm not like I used to be. I love that line <laughs> like, so much. What? what the fuck is going on? What does that even mean? And also, like, he, you think that he's there to have a he is there to have a heart to heart with Dave, yeah. but he Dave is asking him some serious questions. <laughs> Could you repeat the question? <laughs> he's just like at, at every point, he's not quite sure what's going on. He just seems so confused and needs somebody to guide him along. He's a he's an oaf. I mean, like that's. Um, also, he has one of my other favorite lines later. Well, the last thing I'd ever want to do is let any of you guys down. Yeah. What about you, Brian? Yes. <laughs> He's still not following it when they're all trying to establish, like, nobody will admit to Bob that none of them want to do it. Yeah, but I love Bob's freak out, though. Like, are you, are you saying none of you want to do this? Are you insane? I didn't quit my law firm to have you wussies back out on me. I didn't quit. I was fired. Why? For singing too much. It's like, what? (laughs) I wanted to keep my pipes in shape for the grand reunion. Holy shit. To To be a fully certified, like, practicing lawyer that's already been at a firm, like, like, how much singing would he have done, and how many warnings did he get before he got fired? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that would have had to take a whole lot of warnings. And also singing only his end of a four-part harmony. Would oh, he, yeah, I, he which would some of it would have been. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, of course he did. Won't you come home, Bill Bailey? You're like, there's just that all day. That's all that you hear echoing in the office. Mm, shop. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of that. Oh, oh, um, yep. <laughs> um, yep. Um, so yeah, we're we're there. They're avoiding quitting. Like they want to quit, but they don't want to let Bob down. Right. But well, I mean, I guess technically he's 
got nothing to lose, I guess, if he was fired. But I also feel like he'd get a job at another law firm. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Right? Also true. Right? He had to been there. He wasn't 32. disbarred. He yeah. was just, just canned. He was canned. Uh, Probably for singing to the clients. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, they're trying to to have it out with Matthew, but like calmly. Yep, Med- uh, Mr. James is meditating. Mm-hmm. He's trying to explain that you know if Lisa promises that no matter what kind of problems you're having at home, that she just leaves them there, doesn't drag them into the office and take them out on me. <laughs> Matthew says, and uh, Lisa's just not having any of it. They're trying really, really hard. Sometimes they just get, shake the sillies out. Just, just <laughs> shake them out. Matthew, Matthew, just M- Matthew. Matthew, I'm trying to work out, work something out here, and I don't need you bouncing around like some kind of freaking lab monkey. You see, everyone has problems at home. Oh, that, that, sorry, that's not his line, the next one, but you see, everyone has problems at home, even Mr. James. No, I don't have any problems, and why are you yelling? That's Beth. She starts crying. Because he's shaking out the sillies. <laughs> so, so good. I love it whenever Mr. James like, gets that, like, worked uh-huh. out. Because, uh-huh. <laughs> uh... It's genuinely intimidating. Yeah. Which is why he can play anything. Because uh, he can be very scary if he wants to. Especially Man in the High Castle. He's a mix. He's a solid mix. Sorry, I'm going to keep bringing up Man in the High Castle. Season 3, very good. Panshot! Uh, Panshot! Panshot! <laughs> uh, son of a bitch. And uh, they're all yelling at each other and yelling and knock down drag. Uh, we're having a knock down drag out for your benefit. And you, you, you just disappear? Oh, it's 6 o'clock. Oh, oh you want to get a drink? Yeah, I'll go. I love that gag so so much. Very stupid. It's weird. It's a work. Mm-hmm. My mom, t- my mom tells me that actually happens at her job. Like yeah. she will be like, she's gotten into it with some people, like they just start arguing with each other, and then as soon as they walk out of the door, like, okay, you want to get a drink? Yeah. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah. I couldn't, couldn't. No, no, I would hold that like anger like deep. I'd just be like, uh-huh. you son of a bitch. Why did <laughs> you make my day miserable? Mm-hmm. You're being so unreasonable. Well, yeah. I mean, you just made me invest so much of my my anxiety into your dumb shit. Then, yeah, yeah. You want to know why I'm an alcoholic? <laughs> you. Dark, <laughs> Alan. Uh, I never went there. <laughs> I know, Dave, but it's like my father used to say: When I was a child, I thought as a child and spoke as a child. But when I became a man, I took that child out back and had him shot. <laughs> Are you in the Khmer? Your parents in the Khmer Rouge? Automotive sales. Talk about a random reference there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty great. Well, they like they, you know they they like to point out that they went to Harvard. Sorry, guys, I'm joking. They're all it's very oh. literate references that make us. The... Well, you have to go to Harvard to read a current newspaper <laughs> yeah. or. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Listen, Jason. Jen. Okay. Some of us feel. I mean, not current now. Some of us went to community college, uh-huh. and and want to. And did they didn't have newspapers? Make there. fun of the Ivy League. Yeah, Got it. you know exactly. what? Got I, it. I, no, I, that's why I like this show because it was smarter than me <laughs> and it made me look things up. Hmm. But clearly, Harvard worked because the show is fantastic. So there. There, I Jason. And I get it. You know what, Jason? I, I think I, got, I can't. I can't right now with you. I think I <laughs> got called. Um, super nerdy and super smart at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like compliment slash that person is so nerdy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Somebody was like, "Oh, I thought she was gonna say MIT when they asked me where I went to school." Oh, really? But it was like in a half judgy, half like their smart way. Yeah, it was pretty funny. When did this happen? Because it was mostly, I think, for for the nerd factor in their brain, because they were not, you know, an adult. So. so is this you just bragging about how smart you are? No, 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 okay. no. It's just mostly they they thought I was a huge nerd. I think you yeah. are a huge nerd. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious because uh, that would be amazing if I could have somehow gone to MIT. Yeah. <laughs> but no. No, just because I'm a nerd. Okay. Awkward. <laughs> somebody's off. Yeah, no, not me. Somebody's off. Yeah, you, you, it's somebody else. It might, might be a little off, not a little. Way off, man. Come on. <laughs> you couldn't find a few hours a day set aside to practice? We had lives, dude. I mean, you guys did. <laughs> that was Brian's life. That was his excuse, and then he was immediately like, well, that should have been your guys' excuse anyway. <laughs> and he's the only one, by the way, who was going to get married. He found somebody who loved him for who he was. For I, wonder if, I hope he gets her back. Me too. Me too. She was a good woman. To run back to her. <laughs> and then Bob basically kicks everybody out of the band. Yeah. Out he's going to go solo. We're <laughs> trying to find out. I think he's just going to go solo. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're being sagacious. Hey, shut up, all right? That's my word. <laughs> so stupid. Wow. And apparently, that was his idea. He wanted, he just thought it'd be funny if he kept getting to say sagacious. <laughs> and using it wrong every single time. Uh huh. Yeah, he doesn't use it right once, which no. is perfectly ironic because it basically means having good judgment, um, <laughs> which I think is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. Next time you guys see me, I'm going to be up on stage with three guys who give a hoot. <laughs> rips into it. <sighs> and then it, very, at the end, Brian asks Dave what sagacious means, which is a perfect way to end it. I think they say sagacious four or five times yeah. in this episode, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um yeah, it's time for I don't know. I think it might be time for The Real Deal with Bill McNeil. Somebody's on the wire. The Real Deal with Bill McNeil. You're too high. With Jim. So, a thought that occurred to me because Bill's been so. Neglected and abused as a child was. Uh, what if? And it's not like this never happens to people. Um, what if Bill feels like if I'm a jerk, if I'm not a jerk, people just act a certain way around me anyway. I'm just going to do whatever I want. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, his parents did not care about him. Sure. People who he thought were his apparently best friends, this is his words, mm-hmm. tore off his pants in public, mm-hmm. just like his family did. Mm-hmm. And he had to like have denial upon denial, like just so many layers of denial about his family just having a quirky sense of humor. Mm-hmm. But if it's also like people who've reached out and really thought were your best friend and they just did that to you also, like... Is he really going to care uh, what people think about what he feels like doing at any given time? Mm-hmm. Also battling the inevitable, like, just sadness that's going to, like, overwhelm, like, a lot of you trying to deal with it, but also trying to just be like, I'm going to do me. Like, like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bill. Alan makes a good point, though. He does seem to be sincerely trying to get Dave involved in his interests, which is crazy. Yes, he's really trying to connect. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's 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 not very good at any of that because mm-hmm. he did not. I mean, at this point, not growing up with role models, he should have possibly figured it out better than he has at this point. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. oh 
man. Mm-hmm. Bill's such a jerk, though. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but he's, he does that. He's even trying to fix Dave's life for him. Yes. He's trying to just make him stand up for himself. Yes. Sometimes when Bill thinks he could be genuinely helpful, he tries to. Sometimes it's completely like not something you should listen to. Right. And sometimes he's effing with people. Sure. So, you know, he's a, he's a real live wire. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he's hot to trot. He's a cat's pajamas. You got any others? Um. Bees knees. Twenty threes could do. He's got there games we go. for days. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Those legs. Mm-hmm. Um. Yum yum. <laughs> oh my god. It's too late to be doing this right now. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> what else you got? What's um. Your... Yeah, that's my main. That was my main thought, just because it was kind of like, oh, here's another instance. It's not just as a family that's just been absolutely horrible to him. Sure. But it also makes me wonder, like, and, you know, a child shouldn't be treated like that anyway, but, like, how, uh, how, like, just abusive and grating was he, at, starting at what age? Right. Because his family were his role models. Like, right. like, did that happen unjustifiably? Like, because he was being just so obnoxious that that kid kind of lost it? Uh-huh. I, and never liked them anyway because he was grading and whatnot. Um, or, you know, did it happen later because even his friends did things like this? Or his fair, perceived e- friends? Even his own friends or the one who worships him the most did at one point punch him in the mouth and uh, matthew yeah yeah so uh yeah tough yeah it's true at some point the levy breaks man when the levy breaks man that's a song right? gonna... life is wild <laughs> that's all i got it's been the real <laughs> deal with boo Jen, what do you? No, I'm not. Favorite favorite moment. Then. Yeah, favorite right, line. No, we're going yeah, line we're first, line Jason. First. What's fine. your favorite line, my Jason? Favorite line. Uh, you're gonna ask me first. You're gonna I'm gonna be on be good. stage with three guys who give a hoot. That's what you're gonna do. That's what yeah. you're promoting. Okay. It's the hoot part. I like I, it. I have a favorite line in here somewhere, and it's marked, and I lost it. All right. Well, I'll just say it's probably uh, Bob Odenkirk saying, "I know I've seen these jackets before." <laughs> That's a good. Mm-hmm. That's a good. You got a you got a line there, Jason. You uh, want to go to moments, and then you don't want to do a line. Well, and? I mean, does Jen have a favorite line? I have a moment. I already gave you my line. It was the first one. Yeah, she gave the line already. What was the line? Oh, the hoot was your favorite yeah, line. I thought you were just saying it to be fun. Oh, um, oh. I thought you. Well, it I was, was so it entertained was by your reading. It was fun, oh. but it was also, you know, our favorite uh, line. Well, then I, you know what? Okay, fine. My favorite line. Let me flip to it so I can get it right. Uh, no, this, not that. Yep. Well, whatever. When I was a child, I talked as a child, and uh, I thought as a child and spoke as a child. But when I became a man, I took that child out back and had him shot. Yeah, so that's good. probably my favorite line. So good. One of. Favorite moment, Alan? Who, you know, the, the acapella stuff, there was so much good stuff, but uh, anytime I see Mr. James, like, freak out, it's when Matthew mm. left the room and Mr. James goes after him. Matthew, where That's just, true. That's true. Oh, I just love that. Jen. Um, I I liked it when 
when he realized that the barbershop quartet jackets and hats were for barbershop quartets and they were very angry about it and removed them immediately. So your favorite moment is the same as Alan's favorite one? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I like that. Are you taking notes? I'm marking something else. I'm not judging you. Just evaluating just for the future. Dang. Just keeping things in mind. Four. That's a sad face sticker. Don't, 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 don't need to look closely I don't think at that. I trust don't, you. Don't take it. It's very professional. You have way less sad stickers than you do gold stars. Uh, it's, listen, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just don't look at what column they're in and you won't be scared. Scared? Wait, we weren't scared. Scared is a strong Whoa. word. I say it is strong. Whoa. I used it. Whoa. It's, I mean, okay. I mean, that's. Let's not think about it. license taken away. Favorite moment, James. My favorite moment. <laughs> Oh, sorry guys, we gotta stall while Jason yep. looks for his favorite moment. Let's argue with him some more. <laughs> you got any stickers with just sunglasses to block out the sun coming in, Jason? Uh, I, I like uh, both. There are no windows in this room, Alan. I, I like the moments when they there flip out. Mind. When they flip out on Matthew and he starts crying. I just, I, I, I like both yeah, those moments. Okay. Yeah, I particularly like Beth flipping out on him. Yes. Like, yeah. Because you don't yes, see her me flip too. Out no, no. No, I love it I, a lot. It's like, oh, damn. Beth, Beth gets hard. She just gets angry. That was dirty. You got dirty right there. That's not what I meant. You're gross. <laughs> when do you have to promote gross? Gross. Well, go to my website. There's plenty of grossness. AlanRickard.com. <laughs> A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T.com. You can also find me at Twitter. At Alan Rickard, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. And Instagram, Alan Rickard, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. Hashtag Gross Alan. <laughs> you can tweet me, hashtag Gross Alan. <laughs> what do you like to it shows his whole collection of Garbage Pail Kids cards. And I will, I will tweet Find you back Easter saying, egg, guys. agreed. <laughs> Jen, what do you have to promote? Um, make somebody laugh today. Okay done you did <laughs> i was also laughing at my own joke which is really oh lame. well you you successfully completed <laughs> it then too yeah well done jason I, what I, do you have to promote i failed. jason i have failed. what do you have to pro- jason yeah you got you got you got something sure go to stolendress.com there's a bunch of shit there i told you you had something lookingforwardmovie.com that's a movie that alan and i are both in that what? now we are you listen. quite not sure it's true. I'm just saying, if you go up there, it's not the final movie. It's a beta version of the film. It's not 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 on Betamax. It is a, it is a version of the film that is not final, but it, it's it's fun and there's a lot of very good stuff in it. Alan, as always, was brilliant in it because Alan's always fun. Yes. Oh, he's stubborn. Alan performs with James Urbaniak. Uh, I perform yeah. with with Rick Overton, and with Jackie Cation. Uh, wait, who else? Don't forget Jeremy Guskin. Jeremy Guskin's also in it. He's not been on this show. Alex Salem's been on this show. You you guys might know Alex Salem. There's a bunch of people in it. A bunch of people. There's, There's only one, one thing, thing to say. say. <laughs> Catch you later, BKs! Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, 
Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Ah!